Let's watch Friend of the Show, The Rise of Joe Rogan by Johnny Harris. That's right. Link. I've wondered for a very long time how Joe Rogan, this guy who describes himself as a professional fool, went from hosting a game show where he eats cockroaches with contestants to becoming the host of perhaps the most popular podcast on earth. Now listen, I am not a Joe Rogan listener. Well, at least I wasn't before this story. But by now, I am. Because by now, me and my team have listened to a lot what? of Joe Rogan. If you didn't know whether or not people agree with you or disagree with you, I think that'd probably be better overall. I'm sorry. Is Johnny doing a pro Joe Rogan video? I'm going to lose my mind. How many videos did this guy talk about misinformation? There's no way he's doing a pro Joe Rogan video. First of all, he's a Vox guy, a former Vox.com guy. I wanted to understand where this guy came from, what his deal is. What does he say during these like two to three hour long episodes that are listened to by millions of people? It's weird. Before we get into it, him. let's thank today's sponsor. The internet is becoming kind of a dangerous place. Like people on the internet who want to do bad things and steal from- Wait, so he's not- I'm so confused. As a premier liberal, like he's supposed to fucking hate Joe Rogan. There's no way he's going to turn around and be like, this guy who is a misinformation agent is actually awesome. This guy who has done so much to almost single-handedly develop the far right's prominence online is actually sick because a lot of people watch him. And here's why. It also gets you in on an extra extended subscription to NordVPN. You get the two-year plan plus four yeah, I'm extra showing months. you the ad. Links in the description. Link. Thank you, NordVPN, for sponsoring today's video. Let's get back to Joe Rogan. So Fear Factor was like the big leveling up for Joe Rogan. You know what? Again, very fortunate. It was a great gig. Plenty of money, and it was all good. And it definitely helped my stand-up because it gave me a lot of this is old Joe. I remember him talking about this shit where he would talk about how luck played such a big role in every aspect of his life that he was so appreciative and he was so fortunate and that he understood what it was like and how hard it was for someone to make it out the mud for someone to come from a background like his. It's funny because like maybe new Hasanabi heads don't know this, but like I used to be a big ass fan of Joe Rogan. I used to talk about how I was a big ass fan of Joe Rogan way back in the day, back in the day. Obviously, not when I was on Twitch. By that point, he had already completely become like a right-wing media monster. He used to be a fan of the Young Turks and Anna Kasparian. Personally, Anna and I went to watch him do stand-up at the Improv. We hung out for three hours after. This was like many, many years ago. And I thought it was so sick like that I was talking to this guy whose podcast I was listening to, who I actually was very fond of, not necessarily because of his podcast, but because I always thought like, this guy was, like, he was free. He had made so much money off of Hollywood shit, but he was entering a totally new realm in online content creation, which I was a part of as well at that point. I would look at him as, like, the right thing to do. Get the money, sure, but then take that and create your own thing where you have pure editorial freedom. But somewhere along the way, Joe Rogan, during the Gamergate era, started building up right-wing content creators that he was fascinated by. Joe Rogan was the first place that uh, gave a tremendous amount of prominence to Milo Yiannopoulos, for example. He was one of the first people that had Milo Yiannopoulos on on a major, a major outlet, basically, at the time. Now we look back at Milo Yiannopoulos and we're like, yeah, what a joke, what a clown. But like, you don't remember, if you were there at the time, he was like impossible to avoid. Everyone fucking talked about Milo Yiannopoulos. It's just that he got canceled uh, by the right, ironically. 
due to, I think, something that he said on the Joe Rogan podcast, as a matter of fact. Sargon of Akkad was on Joe Rogan. Jordan Peterson was gaining a lot of prominence. Bill Maher also put up Milo Yiannopoulos. But Joe Rogan had, like, Stefan Malnier on and out and about white supremacists. I think he might have actually deleted that episode, if I'm not mistaken. Because, like, he is just straight up a openly uh, uh, agitating, uh, you know, anti-Semitic, white nationalist piece of shit. Now, Matt Walsh, had on recently. I'm saying, like, this is in the beginning. Where he was like, oh, I'm just a centrist. I'm just a centrist. He still pulls that shit, but it doesn't matter. Now we know, like, he said he would vote for Ron DeSantis and shit like that. So, I'm talking, like, back in 2015, 2014 even. When he started basically being the beginning of the alt-right pipeline. Like, he was, as a singular force, the person with the most mainstream appeal, with the most popular fucking podcast, constantly pumping these, like, weird far-right figures. But soon he started to branch outside of comedians and fighters to a different genre of people. Let's call them thinkers. Workers don't have the right to engage in collective bargaining in the United States until the 1930s. That's where that whole idea of the let the market decide falls apart. He would have philosophers on, and politicians, scientists, you name it. The show started to become just a grab bag of any interesting person Joe Rogan Dog. wanted to have. Neil deGrasse Tyson. If you don't fucking talk about, like, in the thinkers era, if you don't talk about fucking Milo and the and the prominent like right wing figures that he not only lend a voice to but like basically mainstream, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Are you insane? What kind of fucking research are you doing, Johnny? God damn it! There's no way he has to. He has to talk about it. I believe Johnny Harris is going to do a better job. Than this. The astrophysicist appeared a few times. You get a multiverse. We didn't pull that out of our ass. That came out of the equations. Soon, it was bigger and bigger names. Elon Musk, Russell Brand, Nick Kroll, Jay okay. Leno, Jordan Peterson. Okay, we passed through that era. We passed through the fucking thinker era without Milo mention. Wiz Khalifa, Dr. Phil, Travis Barker. By the late 2010s, the Joe Rogan experience was reaching around 11 million listeners per episode. Like, I had never listened to this, but I knew of Joe Rogan. Because I did! I did, religiously, as a matter of fact. Holy fuck. Milo ain't mainstream though, nobody will care. What are you talking about? Milo was mainstream. Joe Rogan made him mainstream. Milo Yiannopoulos and, and all of the other fucking people that I mentioned were incredibly relevant in the online sphere. He also wrote for Breitbart, Breitbart, where Ben Shapiro also wrote at, at a time when they had a tab called Black Crime. Like you would go on the website and cl click Black Crime and it would show up all of the black crimes that were occurring. He left only because they became too anti-Semitic. Even after this big deal, the show retained its unfiltered quality. It still was Joe Rogan sitting around, chatting with mostly dudes, talking openly and unfiltered for hours. This is like unironically journalistic malpractice. I think I place Johnny Harris like a many cuts above like the average YouTube essayist because I think that his like research is pretty dedicated. And obviously like I, I know we have ideological differences on foreign policy and whatnot, but this is one aspect where I did not think Johnny Harris was going to basically lie by omission to dick ride Joseph Robinette Rogan this way. I now have some big takeaways, some things I want to say. Number one. Joe hates boxes. And people love that he hates boxes. He spends a lot of time lambasting our society's need to fit people into buckets, into labels. I think this left, white, right paradigm is really kind of 
fucking foolish at this point. Bro, are you kidding me? He's basically saying that like Joe Rogan is a dumbass, but in a nice way. Like, let me reframe that real quick. Oh, he just hates boxes. What is this fucking liberal wine mom shit, dude? What, what are we doing here? Oh, he just hates labels. That's why he's like that. He's a Scorpio. Like, get the fuck out of here, Johnny Harris. What the hell is going on? I've never felt this way about a Johnny Harris video until this moment. It's a subject matter that I am the foremost authority and expert on. Maybe that's how you feel when you hear him talk about, like, fucking uh, coups that he did not mention or whatever the fuck. I mean, I, I am by no means a subject matter expert on that, but this is something that I'm an absolute subject matter expert on, and it's deeply and insanely frustrating to see him uh, cover it like this. And indeed, it's fairly impossible to put Joe Rogan into the standard ideological boxes that we're all sort of pressured to fit into. Most of our media discourse loves boxes, loves to inflame our super identities, the things that Wait, why is he positioning himself like he wasn't at fucking Vox News, which is like the box creator, okay? They are the box store, okay? They make the fucking boxes. You made the boxes. It was like, oh man, the media, mainstream media is like, they love boxes, right? Not Joe Rogan, though. Free thinker, by the way. I had mostly seen Joe Rogan in the context of like short little edited clips of like smackdowns showing like some egregious thing that Joe Rogan had said that he was trans. Oh, he was duped. Joe Rogan is an enigma, a mystery trapped inside of a riddle. Joe Rogan contains multitudes. You don't get it. If you've seen Joe Rogan online, you've probably been clipped him. Well, let me tell you, as someone who watched uninterrupted thousands of fucking hours of this dumb ape who I used to love and have a have admiration for who I've met personally let me tell you you're not being clip chimped okay what the fuck is this guy saying oh dude he contains multitudes like when he's talking about ivermectin and throwing the kitchen sink like people are just clip chimping him except he did do that oh when he's talking about like transphobia He's actually just talking about, like, trans girls in sports. Like, that's a real big issue, dude. He cares about fairness in sports. It's like, dude, what are you saying? I don't want to be the cynical guy who's like, oh, there's an alternative reason here why, as to why he's saying these things. Maybe he's just a dumbass. I don't know. We'll see. It's phobic or fat phobic or misogynistic or racist. There's a lot of these mashups out there. She's giant. Like, look at the yeah. size of her head, her formerly male head. Yeah. That's a giant we woman. walk into... We walked in, dude. We 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 walked in the door, and there he's saying Planet of the Apes in that. By the way, he walked into I think it was a movie theater or something, and there was an area where there was only black people. It was like Planet of the Apes. There was no white people. There was no white people. Wow, that video is so bad it actually made me miss the N word video. And when you watch this stuff, it's so easy to just like slot him into like, oh, he must be like some far right sort of like racist reactionary commentator. So I was surprised, honestly, when I listened to a lot of this guy. And to find out that he is actually like that, right? Bro, are you fucking stupid? Look, 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 look. I don't think Joe Rogan is like a psychotic anti-black racist. And people have shit on me for this, especially because I was talking about it literally in the confines of the N-word saga that he was going through again when people were canceling him for his earlier N-word take. I don't think he is. And I'll stand by that. I've listened to the man uh, for thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. I don't think he's like an anti-black racist. He is racist, though. <laughs> and sometimes can be anti-black. He's not more anti-black racist than the average out and about serious uh centrist apolitical andy or whatever he's from fucking boston i think he lived in new jersey for an extended period of time of course he's a white guy all right overall he's not like deliberately cutting secretly anti-black uh racist propaganda those older videos he has apologized for he knows that shit is bad that's one thing
Having said that, however, to act like a lot of this stuff is clipped out of context and he, he contains multitudes, he offers so much more, is mind-boggling. Because with Joe Rogan, what you see is what you fucking get. Sure, he's a bit of a chameleon who changes ideologies on a whim in accordance to who he's talking to, but I believe the far better way of analyzing Joe Rogan is off of things, I will categorize this, Things he cares about and will defend. Because Joe Rogan is malleable. He's always been that way. Unprincipled and malleable. And back in the day, there were a couple things he put in the I care about this box. Early Joe Rogan always would put smoking weed and even doing DMT in the I care about this box. That box inside of his mushy soft brain was made by this impenetrable armor. He would defend it non-fucking-stop. Doesn't matter. You could have an expert on and ha convince this man that, like, the moon is fake, and he would probably believe it. But if you told him weed is bad, he'd be like, fuck you, that's not the case. Here is, like, why uh, that is not the case. Fuck yourself. So that box grew. Over time, that box grew. But things got added in that box that he started fucking unironically defending. One of them was ivermectin or vaccine denial. Another one was uh, cis girls playing with trans girls in sports. The, uh, was it Fallon Fox era, where he slowly started dipping his water in the uh, anti-trans shit, and he dived into it, okay? He fucking dove in head first. And that was literally before the Christian right unironically found out that anti-trans issues only worked really well when, if it, when it was paired up with sports and fairness in sports. Joe Rogan was ahead of the game. He was a genuine figure that genuinely believed that it was unjustifiable and completely ridiculous to allow trans women to compete with cis women. So remember that. That was the other thing that was in his box. Now that box is full of fucking right-wing bullshit. Cancel culture is so bad. Trans women in sports. Like back in the day, Joe Rogan was an infinitely more interesting figure because the show was interesting because there was a multitude of different opinions. And since 2014, 2015, the show has slowly but surely became more and more and more right-wing. As people have come and gone, as the uh, as the people that he used to have were like fun, interesting guys, even the fun, interesting guys have become charlatan hawkers of pills and supplements uh, instead of just being like a unique and interesting guy people that sell you courses uh cryptocurrency charlatans people like that like he he substituted the interesting guys for newer shittier late stage capitalist versions of said shittier guys he substituted the mushroom guys for guys that are selling you something different. It still seems like a mushroom guy. It sounds like a mushroom guy, but this guy is also selling you some other, uh, some other shit. It's not just cranks, it's conment cranks. But worst of all, he substituted the thinkers that were unique and interesting and comedians and whatnot with right-wing media people. So many right-wing media people have basically gained prominence off of the backs of the Joe Rogan experience. Genuinely sad state of affairs. And for those of, our, uh, for those of you who are asking, like, why did you stop watching? It's because, honestly, it got fucking boring. You guys know me. I'm not exactly the type of person that would stop watching content because it's offensive. If anything, it made me look at it harder. All right, because I certainly was fucking locked in even during the alt-right Gamergate era of Joe Rogan. I was watching all those fucking content creators come on. 
I was angry. I was white knuckling through it, but I was still watching because it was still interesting to a certain degree. Now it's just fucking boring. Now it's just an old man who's so out of touch, so rich, and he has created a circle of yes men. He rarely ever has interesting guests on. When he does, they're like barely ever talking about fucking aliens. Like it doesn't seem like the heart of the show is there. Podcast was a great outlet for people who didn't have an older brother uh, who smoked weed and told you about dumb shit. That's what the podcast was. The other day, he actually had a physicist on. I looked him up and saw that he works for Prager U. That's what I mean. Every single person that Joe Rogan has on is like has like some level of fucking association with like a right wing media outlet. Like it's so bad. It's all of them, dude. Every single one. It sucks. I mean, guys. This guy had fucking Dave Rubin on multiple times. Get the fuck out of here. That's when you've lost the plot. Dave Rubin offers nothing. He's not interesting. He's not unique. He's not funny. He's just a right-wing guy. That's it. Any right-wing guy. Joe Rogan can spend one hour saying, we got to take care of the environment, regulate more whole corporations accountable, blah, blah, blah. And on the next episode, he's like, nah, fuck all that woke shit. Ron DeSantis 2024. Yeah. Which is why if you are Vox.com's very own Johnny motherfucking Harris... How do you make a video like this and you make it seem like Joe Rogan contains multitudes when he's literally a chameleon and even the dumbest Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy who's been choke slammed so fucking hard that his brain no longer works the same. He might have gotten a stroke from all of his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Even that guy fucking understands that Joe Rogan is a chameleon. So how the fuck did, did Johnny Harris not see it? This is how you get invited on. I mean, yeah, I will never be invited on the Joe Rogan experience. Let's be fucking real. doesn't matter if I'm the most famous person on the planet. That's the, that is the reality. Because I do not ride his dick. Johnny Harris, on the other hand, is kind of bouncing on it right now. Doing tricks on it a little bit. To find out that his politics actually lean mostly left. She's right. the wife of the best president that we right. have had right. in our lifetime. He openly and earnestly voices support for everything from universal health care to abortion to gay marriage to recreational drugs. I lean way left when it comes to those kind of things. Gay rights and things like... Dog, he's literally a fucking Ron DeSantis supporter. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus. Social programs for disenfranchised people and disenfranchised communities. I, mm -hmm. I lean way left. Like, if I want my tax dollars to go to anything i wanted to go to making people's lives easier i'm not right wing at all oh okay no. that's wild no there's nothing about me that's right wing he even endorsed bernie sanders wait 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 wait. you know just two left-wing guys talking right johnny what do you think about jimmy Dore, johnny what do you think about his ukraine takes for example what do you think about jimmy Dore? think he's a left-wing guy too i mean i know you want to go on joe rogan's uh, show but do you want to go on jimmy Dore's show probably not so you're probably gonna be honest about his perspective aren't you Here's the Democratic Socialist in 2020 after having him on the show. There's not a single human that can speak for all the American no, people. I but you that. could look out for the interests of the American people. And I think Bernie Sanders definitely does do that. you got three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of the American society. You don't see that on television too much, do you? No, you don't. Three people. you got the top 1% owning more wealth than the bottom 92%. What are the misconceptions of you? Because here's, here's the... If you go to... Point to a fucking post-COVID clip of Joe Rogan being a fucking leftist, openly saying he's a leftist. The closest you get to is when he's talking to that fucking freak Seth Dillon, the Babylon B guy. And Seth Dillon is trying to fucking argue that it's okay to force a 13-year-old who's been raped to carry a pregnancy to term. And Joe Rogan sees red. That is the only time I've seen in the fucking post-COVID universe where Joe Rogan was like, hold up, this is insane. No, you can't do that. You can't do that to my daughter. That's what he says. This is starting to piss me the fuck off, dude. It's starting to piss me off. Oh, my God. Listen, man. Joe Rogan is not that complex. 
He's just like the average American voter in many ways. Really fucking far right on some issues, really fucking far left on others, maybe, depending on who you ask or how they're feeling in that moment. But if there's one thing that Joe Rogan is not, that is a person who has thought things through. He's just like the classic fucking American voter who's like, oh, I voted for a Republican. Now I'm voting for a fucking Democrat. Oh, I don't know. That's who he is. And as someone who claims to have watched thousands of hours of fucking Joe Rogan, I would have expected this dude to at least done a better job of describing that instead of being like, he is so complex of a figurehead. This is literally just signaling to the YouTube audience that you're doing PR for Joe Rogan because you want to go on his fucking show and you want to eat away at some of his market share. You want some of his fans to watch your fucking videos. That's it, man. It is so cowardly to do this. It is so fucking cowardly to do this. You can make an honest assessment. I've defended Joe Rogan time and time again on issues where people have taken it too fucking far. But this is ridiculous. Trying to audition to be on the fucking Joe Rogan experience by making this fucking big-ass YouTube video and, and, like, simultaneously getting a lot of views on it because Joe Rogan has a lot of fans, obviously, is so cowardly. I really hope that this changes a little bit, this video. Like, there's no way this is just a suck show, right? What are the knee-jerk conservative reaction? You talk to people who are not interested in anyone that wants to be a democratic socialist. They hear the name Bernie Sanders. The negative implications are that you are somehow or another going to take their money, right? right? Is that annoying to you? Yes, it is. Of course it is. Oh, and here he is with presidential hopeful Andrew Yang. Another beacon of left-wing ideas, man. Oh! I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm fucking losing my mind. I hate Americans. I hate Americans. I hate how fucking stupid they are about politics. Andrew Yang was never a leftist. He never was a left-wing guy. UBI is not a leftist concept. If UBI was a leftist concept, then Milton fucking Friedman would be considered a leftist. Fuck. I said this literally in like whenever the fuck Andrew Yang popped out, okay? Whenever, whatever year, the first time. I said, listen, you got to be careful. UBI, if seen as a substitute there are old videos you can find them in like 2018 2016 2017 whatever the fuck andrew yang gained prominence ubi is great as long as it is not a substitute for the per the social safety nets that exist andrew yang absolutely presented it as such just wait till the end you're gonna blow one i am already blowing one i've already fucking blown a gasket dude i'm getting a fucking aneurysm oh you had andrew yang on such a leftist him on the super progressive idea of universal basic income my initial knee-jerk reaction was get the out of here like universal basic income just gonna give people money they're just gonna be lazy nothing's ever gonna get done that's a terrible idea and then i started paying attention to the rise of ai and automation and how many jobs are going to get taken yes, away yes. from and then once you see the actual numbers it's pretty staggering but despite thinking that he presents his ideas in this very kind of anti-woke, anti-political correctness, say-whatever-you-want type of vibe. And this is confusing, but also very appealing. People love to listen to a guy whose views and language are all over the place. I think for a lot of people, it's like a respite from the predictable lineup of popular voices that tow a predictable list of beliefs, opinions, views, and enemies. Rogan's style is rare, and I think people like that. Which gets me to my second big takeaway. Bitch, I'm anti-woke. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That is not... Dude, there's a difference between 
like not caring about the aesthetic subtext or the aesthetic liberalism and hand-waving that away and even sometimes going so far as to shit on the people that come in here to do rad-lib bullshit. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't issue a trigger warning here, blah, blah, blah. I've talked about the narcissism of radical liberalism so many fucking times. That is a stylistic choice that can be a part of your personality, a part of your ideology. Joe Rogan goes way beyond that. The idea that he is like this super progressive guy is insane. Joe Rogan sells contrarianism. That is his product. A quick reminder that Joe Rogan isn't just a guy. He is a commercial icon, a seasoned performer who performs for an audience for money. He knows what people want, and he is selling something very popular, an alternative to the endless reductionist polarized name calling of our current discourse. They all do the same move. They drop down and do the splits. That's what I think when I'm watching your shows too. Johnny like comments on his video saying he hopes he goes on JRE. Look, everybody wants to go on the Joe Rogan experience. I would love to go on the Joe Rogan experience. The difference between me and other people is that I'm not going to fucking bounce on Joe's dick to be able to have that opportunity. That's the main difference. Do you get it? And a lot of people know full well that Joe will not have you on if you shit on him. That's it. But Johnny Harris, on the other hand, is blowing bubbles. He's blowing bubbles on it. He's doing tricks on it. He goes to great lengths to stake himself out as this anti-authority, anti-establishment platform where anyone can come and talk. If you're in not one true. camp, you're supposed to have all the opinions that one camp has. Yeah. And if you do not align with all the opinions that one camp has, you find yourself cast out of the group. No woke police, no mainstream media bias, no corporate deception, just an earnest, curious guy trying to find the truth and not really worrying too much. Yeah, anyone but Sam Cedar, you know what I mean? Any Anyone but Sam Cedar. No, man, no. If you've ever fucking criticized Joe Rogan extensively, you're not going on it. Look at Kyle Kalinske. Love Kyle. You won't see Kyle fucking doing anti-Joe Rogan commentary ever. Why? Because Kyle's on the Joe Rogan experience. David Pakman. I don't even think David does that. Or if he has, I don't know if he's going on the Joe Rogan experience anytime soon. He's not going to have people on that shit on him. Oh, David does and is no longer invited? Yeah, there you go. Adam Conover pushed back. Yeah, remember when Adam Conover pushed back and then he was always invited ever again? And also, when Adam Conover was on, he was on a fucking TV show and he had never talked about Joe Rogan beforehand, I don't think. I'm talking about people that is already people that have already cut commentary on Joe's behavior. Which gets me to my third point. And this is where I have my biggest critique of Joe Rogan. Joe lets people talk. That's your biggest critique of Joe Rogan after you said he sells contrarianism? One is neatly repackaging that Joe Rogan is a fucking dumb ape and people love that because that is true. Joe Rogan himself admits that. Just like I admit I'm a fucking dumbass. Straight up. Joe Rogan is a dumb ape. He doesn't hate boxes. He just doesn't understand it. He's not engaging in like hyper intellectual conversations that go beyond the neatly confined ideological boxes that we have in, in neoliberal monoculture. Number two, Joe sells contrarianism is just reactionary politics. Joe sells reactionary politics. When you're a dumb ape, you of course respond like a dumb ape to new things that are happening around you that you cannot understand. You have two options when you're a fucking dumb ape. I'm a dumb ape too, so I know this. So when I see something that I don't fucking fully understand, my immediate reaction isn't like, fuck that, no, no, stay there, not happening. My immediate reaction is either, I don't care enough about this, who gives a fuck, move on, or let me understand. Let me try to see what is going on in the world uh, that I am, am now privy to. What's happening? Why are these people saying these things? Is there any truth to what's going on here? Joe doesn't do that. He's like, that's different. That's change. Me no like change. That is reactionary. 
He's not selling contrarianism. He's selling reactionary politics, reacting to stimuli, reacting to progress happening all around him, refusing to identify with it, refusing to understand it, and saying, change bad, change bad, change bad. Number three, Joe lets people talk. That's my main criticism. If anything, that's the only good thing that he does. But it's a bad thing because he's a reactionary and only has reactionary guests. There was an element of curiosity back in the day and, and allowing people to talk that made the Joe Rogan experience good. But when the guests and the style of guests changed, all of a sudden the nature of the content changed. I love the idea of being contrarian when you're literally selling mainstream American conservative reactionary politics what the fuck is reactionary? What the fuck is contrarian about Joe Rogan when he's like half the time saying shit that you would either hear on MSNBC or more than half the time hearing uh, saying shit that you hear on Fox News on a daily basis? Woke culture sucks. These youth are too gay. They're too liberal. They're too woke. They're too soft. What about that is contrarian? Yeah, Joe has also gotten mad at Jamie for proving him slash his guests wrong, pushing misinformation. Jamie rarely pulls shit up anymore, and, and he used to. He used to at least be like the final barrier, like the, the Cheeto holding the door as the SWAT team is ready to break it. That was Jamie pulling shit up on his computer. Now that's kind of gone too. Robert Downey Jr. or Miley Cyrus. But then you also have a lot of people with big opinions and big points of view from super mainstream and respected voices to experts on like really specific science things. But then you have a handful of a lot of controversial. This guy hasn't used a singular clip post 2019. He talked about the Spotify bag and he has rarely shown the post Spotify Joe. What is this? Like, literally, the fucking Joe Rogan subreddit would look at this video and go, what's happening? This is this does not feature any of the new Joe Rogan shit. Are you marketing old Joe? You're showing some of his highlights with, like, you know, controversial parts of it, too, while avoiding some of the more controversial parts, as a matter of fact. Like, not really talking about any of the times that he's had out and about white supremacists on, like, fucking Gavin McGinnis, Stefan Molnier, Sargon of Akkad, Milo Yiannopoulos. Didn't even have, did he have Paul Joseph Watson on? I feel like he even had that fucking freak on. I think he likes the appeal of being this anti-mainstream platform. Yeah, fuck, he had Andy No on. Oh my God. Where anyone who has been canceled by the woke mob can come and get their fair shake, tell their side of the story. I mean, it's, you don't have to agree on, on everything. In order yeah, here's a guy who's been canceled by the woke mob. Get the fuck out of here, man. Here comes my big critique. I think there's a fallacy tucked into all of this. When Joe has these people on, it almost feels like he's giving them a chance to tell their side of the story. Like they don't have a place to, to tell their side and they've been unfairly censored. But I think this is flawed thinking. Not everyone who has a point of view and who is famous has ideas worth hearing or debating in our society. I really believe that. There are people who've gotten famous simply because they've- This is literally the most liberal ass way to criticize Joe Rogan. I'm gonna fucking I am going to Sudoku. Oh, my fucking Lord. Oh, my God. Dog, the problem isn't he's offering a platform to these people. The problem is he's not capable of pushback. He is a fucking chameleon. That's the issue. And as a chameleon, when all of the motherfucking right-wing people that he has on are just on there chirping, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe there's litter boxes in schools. And, like, he just repeats them over and over and over again. Over the course of, like, four or five fucking years... It becomes this reactionary shithole. You can absolutely have the likes of Ben Shapiro and whoever the fuck you want on. You just have to be able to deal with it adequately because these guys are charlatans. They are carnival barkers, myself included. Like, this is what uh, people like Ben Shapiro, people like Matt Walsh, people like myself, we do this professionally. Our job 
is to craft a perfect narrative that makes our positions look better than other positions, okay? This is what I do professionally. This is what Ben does professionally. If you're a dumb fucking ape with a malleable, pasty brain, you're not capable of understanding that the person in front of you is doing propaganda and you have no way to deal with it. So you just look at it and go, oh, this guy's earnest. Now, the difference between me and Ben Shapiro is that I do truly believe the things I say. And I also truly believe the things I say are, are good and they're right. I started this gang called the Proud Boys. And, the Proud Boys? Uh, the Proud Boys. What is the, what's Proud Boys about? A far-right extremist group that promotes white supremacy ideology and proudly promotes violence against groups they don't agree with. Four members of the Proud Boys, that far-right extremist organization, well, they've been found guilty of seditious conspiracy for their roles in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Hassan apologizes, Joni. Suck my dick, dude. Oh, man. He had one criticism in 18 minutes after fucking glazing him. Like, he's like, oh, my God, the Proud Boys did January 6th, and Joe Rogan had Gavin McGinnis on. Oh, no, man. He's not cooking in this shit. I thought he was because I'm a firm believer that, like, liberalism was going to jump out at a certain point and stop Johnny from, you know, uh, glazing up this this titan of a man who has been at the forefront of anti-trans rhetoric online, forefront of fucking anti-vaxxer shit online. Joe Rogan has had on every fucking prominent anti-vaxxer, anti-science kook and crank uh, that has a website from 1994 that's still selling colloidal silver supplements on the entire planet. He hasn't stopped doing that. And now Emmy Award recipient Johnny Harris is over here being like, oh, all that stuff, he's just, you know, he's... He's just a, he's a curious guy. He, he contains multitudes. He's not, you can't put him in a box. Time his group violently attacked people who were protesting Milo Yiannopoulos at Berkeley. He goes, I started feeling bad. I started feeling bad after a while. Cause I was just, I could tell these kids had never been in a fight and I was just mowing through them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like having a guy on your show. That's his biggest criticism is that Joe Rogan just lets people like this talk too much because he's curious. That is the classic former and current Joe Rogan fan. Dude, you just don't get it. He has a multitude of different guests on from different backgrounds. Remember when he had Bernie Sanders on that one time? He very clearly is an open-minded progressive. He's just a curious guy. But like, yeah, maybe sometimes he's just letting people th uh, speak too much. That's not criticism. He had Tulsi Gabbard on so many times, guys. Think about how progressive he is. Tulsi Gabbard, Jimmy Dore, so progressive, so progressive, so progressive. And this is my critique, is like, it feels like sometimes Joe will have these people on because they say and do reprehensible things, not in spite of it. I'm taking the low road, I'm punching them in the face. So that's what you're doing with this outfit? But listen, Joe is absolutely right. Being able to say things, no matter how much I disagree with them, is a vital right. It is an unnatural and precarious thing. People should be able to speak and we must protect that. I believe that. And Joe should absolutely legally be allowed to give his giant megaphone to whoever he wants. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna critique it. Because listen, having this open-minded, likable guy who's very good at entertaining us, give his- Yeah, dude, he's right. Dude, it's just, people are just mad at Joe Rogan for giving a megaphone, dude. Just express yourself. This is literally liberalism's major issue. This is the reason why many leftists say, cut a liberal and a fascist bleeds. It's so simple to infiltrate liberal circles with civility and aesthetics while simultaneously uh, promoting really, really fucking violent ideologies. It's like, oh, I'm just going to critique it. Well, critique it. Uh, you haven't critiqued it.
if Joe Rogan is a chameleon who changes shapes and ideologies with every single fucking person that he has on, well, then look to his fucking ideology of his guests. Whenever he has a political guest on, it's almost always right-wing too far right, including literal out-and-about Nazis, man. Come on. What the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about Joe Rogan in 2023. We're not talking about Joe Rogan in 2017. We're not talking about Joe Rogan in 2018. We're talking about Joe Rogan in 2023. What the fuck's going on? What do you mean gentle criticism? His entire, half of his fucking community left him behind because they're like, this guy sucks. I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people that used to be a fucking major fan. While this guy was, you know, doing map porn on fucking Vox, I was a Joe Rogan fan. You know what I mean? Actually, fuck that. While he was a fucking Mormon at BYU, I was a Joe Rogan fan. What the fuck are we talking about here? I used to pull this up every time I talked about Joe Rogan because there were so many unimaginable Joe Rogan dick riders who would come in here and be like, dude, you're just a fucking idiot. You don't understand Joe. Joe is not like that, blah, blah, blah. And I would pull this up. The photo is ancient because I'm wearing a Henley and, and Joe's wearing this, this uh, one guy that he used to promote all the fucking time. The person who made these shirts. He used to talk about it on a show all the time. Is it still your top 10 coolest moments? Fuck no. It's just good enough. But Eddie, you can see the bombs. The atom bombs? But how do you know by seeing them that they're real? And this feeling really hit me when I was listening to the episode with Alex Jones. Alex Jones, a man who has created an empire off of promoting lies and warped information so that he can sell health. Bro, these aren't even his worst offenses, man. Like, Alex Jones is really fucked up, especially after the defamation suit he had him on and he revitalized his career. But, like, his worst offenses are more insidious. Like, his worst moments are trapped inside of, a like, a random clip where he's talking to someone and immediately goes on a tangent about trans uh, people. Those are his worst moments. His worst moments are when he's, like, so... He's so fucking uh, high off the sauce of, of reactionary politics that he's just, like... He's just gone overboard and he's talking about like litter boxes in schools and shit. A man who was recently ordered to pay $1.5 billion in damages to the families of the Sandy Hook shooting victims for spreading lies about the shooting being a hoax. And yet here he is on the Joe Rogan experience, getting a chance to tell his side of the story. When I started getting accused four years ago, a couple of years into it, and I said, no, I think it happened. Then people that I had interviewed and things started saying, he's involved, he's one of them. Because he you are now saying that it happened, they thought that you had been compromised. Yes, and then I was realizing, oh. This is a, how it works. A certain percentage of people are schizophrenic. Exactly. And then they just think everything's a conspiracy. Well, this is now listen, I'm gonna tell you the truth right now and admit something, which is that when I watched this, I actually had a moment. I was like, oh, my God, like, here's Alex Jones in this, like, very calm environment. He's, like, yelling like he does on InfoWars. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to eat. I like to have children. And I literally thought, like, wait, is Alex Jones, like, was he wrongfully accused or was this overly exaggerated? Was this, like, a witch hunt to censor this guy because he's, like, kind of has far right views? Because this felt like a proper moment for Jones to tell his side of the story. What? I began to realize because I was on the receiving end of people pulling up in white vans with guns at my office saying, I know you put a microchip in my head and I'm going to kill you. So I came out and I said, listen, I never sent anybody to the houses, but I... Dude, no fucking way. Dude, there ain't no fucking way. No, what is... I'm, I apologize I'm pausing for too early. I'm pausing too early. No shot. He's going to explain his take. There's no shot. Context. People have a right to question, but I, I'm sorry no for shot. the families, and I'm sorry for your hurt, and I get it, and I've experienced crazy people now, big time, just like you have. Please stop saying that I'm saying it didn't happen. And he 
nearly persuaded me. But wait, no. No. Then I remembered that my full-time job is to do journalism. No one died in 2012 in Sandy Hook. And luckily, I sit around and fact-check things all day. And I researched it. And I reminded myself that there's actually not a ton of nuance here. The facts. Alex Jones repeatedly claimed that the Sandy Hook shooting... Okay, he didn't go that far. Okay, holy shit. Yeah, journalism. Thank you for doing a lot of journalism on this one, by the way. That was great. He's hearing Joe have polite conversations and is immediately convinced. Yeah, brother, that's the point. I think that basically gives the game away for why he is uh, behaving this way. Because Joe Rogan has a lot of the the aesthetics of free speech and civility that you need to have to be able to exist in polite society. I don't think that Alex Jones is some like nefarious, hyper far right, like ideologically driven fascist that is too cowardly to say these things on his own and like tricks people into uh, brainwashing them by having right-wing people on. Joe Rogan has the capacity to fool a lot of liberals or rather make a lot of liberals feel like he's just like honest to God, kind of a dumb himbo. Everybody likes him. He's just like, he do he knows not what he says, whatever. And like maybe sometimes, sometimes he, uh, you know, goes a little overboard with some of his guests like every now and then, but he has a multitude of different uh, ideologies that he is, that is well represented on his show, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not the case. Like, he definitely does have an ideological perspective. He, his show is ideologically driven. It is right-wing, for the most part. It's slanted. Uh, he used to be definitely a little bit more uh, interesting. But the reality is that Joe Rogan absolutely is, I, by his own admission, a Ron DeSantis supporter. You know what I mean? Yeah, he went from liberal with, like, uh, interesting opinions, some uh, very progressive positions, to a uh, center-right guy to far-right. And he's somewhere in between, like, the center-right, far-right. That's where Joe Rogan is. That's who his guests are. The The idea that, like, uh, he knows not what he's doing or the biggest problem is that, like, he can he can uh, sometimes let people speak too much is really silly. He is susceptible to propaganda just like anyone else is, just like I am, just like you are. Uh, he has eaten the uh, propaganda from the right hook, line, and sinker and basically created this, uh, this echo chamber of whose careers uh, heavily rely on being able to appear on the Joe Rogan experience. If I'm going to look at this and assume that Johnny Harris is sincere with the things that he's saying and he's not cynically making this centrist-ass video specifically so he can go on the Joe Rogan experience, then I'm afraid he's naive and he was duped by Joe Rogan. But I don't believe that because I think Johnny Harris is much smarter than that. His guests are just people who personally uh, he agrees with. He just can't outright say it. Yeah, pretty much. That's charitable to offer that possibility. I mean, I think he's glazing, but maybe he's just naive and he like saw a guy who's just trying to simply have ideas or conversations and he thought maybe he was clip chimped a lot, I guess. And now he's like, well, you know, Joe Rogan is not all that bad. I genuinely don't know, though. I, I, I'm shocked. I don't know about you, but if I weren't a full time journalist who was paid to go down rabbit holes and check facts. Damn, dude, he's like... <laughs> He's, he's such a good full-time journalist. Like, come on, bro. I'm sorry. You can't be fucking glazing up big homie over here for 24 minutes and then be like, I'm a fact-checking full-time journalist. Like, no, man. Let's be real, okay? You're a YouTuber. You're doing YouTuber shit right now. There is nothing more YouTuber shit than, like, literally omitting key details of Joe Rogan's fascinating media career and his ideological shapings that turned into ideological trappings, as a matter of fact as his career progressed. Can't fucking be like I'm a journalist while simultaneously making a YouTube video that is devoid of like any of the fucking journalism 
with the exception of like the peak of the peak where you're like, well, Alex Jones did lose a billion dollar defamation suit to the Sandy Hook families. I'm a journalist. I did my journalism. Are you fucking joking? That's the one time you did your journalism? You don't have to be a fucking journalist to know that Alex Jones is a charlatan who absolutely defamed and lied about the Sandy Hook situation and the fucking parents. Why are you making it seem like you want a fucking Pulitzer for pulling that shit up? Guys, I had a revelation. Alex Jones lost a defamation suit. I pulled that shit up as a journalist and figured out that Alex Jones was lying about what he said on the Joe Rogan experience. But he almost got me there. He almost got me. But thank God, there was a massively popular defamation suit that was historic, record-breaking uh, awards were given as a consequence of Alex Jones's defamation and lies about Sandy Hook. Thank God for being a jur- thank God for Johnny being a journalist, dude. He pulled that shit up. I'm so disappointed, dude. I fucking make memes about Johnny Harris, but like ultimately. I do like his content. I watch it all the time. This is the most, this is the single most disappointing. This is more disappointing than his, like, I expect him to obviously have pro-American State Department propaganda whenever he talks about American foreign policy, the history of American foreign policy, history of coups, blah, blah, blah. I expect that. I expect that from everyone. That's not going to immediately make me write someone off, okay? Because I know that not everyone is equipped with the immortal science of Marxist-Leninism or dialectical materialism when they're operating, or historical materialism when they're operating on, like, uh, uh, historical analysis. I know that. But when I see something like this, it goes beyond the pale. He has officially moved beyond the, I'm just a liberal who does have some good videos and makes really good map porn, to, like, I am very deliberately either demonstrating how naive I am, like, laughably naive, or... I am absolutely grifting here to fucking get on the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Joe Rogan is just an open-minded guy, bro. Come on. Just an open-minded guy. He's just hanging out with the governor. What do you mean? I think the idea of trusting your viewer to go fact check everything you say is irresponsible and naive. I spend every day of my life making sure that the things I tell you are factually accurate. If I get something wrong, it's a cardinal sin. In a world of algorithms and misinformation and Russian bots, it becomes nearly impossible to fact check everything you see, which is why we rely on trusted voices to help us navigate the information out there, to help us navigate what is real and what is not. So instead, Alex Jones, a man who makes money off lies, gets to tell his side of the story. And what does he do with his time? Surprise! He lies. Where's the fucking Mr. Journalism fact check on, like, the metric ton of, like, psychotic conspiracy ramblings revolving around COVID from Joe Rogan? What's going on there? Journalist guy, please do some journalism on the fucking ivermectin shit. Where is that? Where is the metric ton of journalism from, uh, I don't know, where where is the modicum of journalism for for all of the times that uh, uh, Joe Rogan has talked about, like, fucking trans people and anti-trans screeds? Please explain to me where the journalism is. Journalism, man, what is happening? All of the people that are openly white supremacists that Joe Rogan has offered a platform to. I do not want Johnny Harris to have the same fucking feelings that I do about Joe Rogan. I do not expect that. But I, at least, 
would expect him to do his fucking due diligence because I do think Johnny Harris was a journalist at a certain point. Johnny Harris is at least a relatively smart person. Uh, it's just like shocking to me that he would write this. Take him down. Now, of course, there is more nuance to this conversation as usual. Rogan does push back a few times. Why is this the person that you want on your show, Joe? You're a curious, open-minded guy, and you've decided that this guy, this guy's voice, is who deserves your megaphone to 11 million people. And this doesn't even get to the other hours that Jones has on Rogan's show, where he outlines his theories on genetics and race. Native Americans, you can mind control really fast. Hmm, why is that? Well, it's like Vietnam. So Asians are about the most fearless killers there are. You're like, no, Native Americans, they're the, they're the best out there. They can do mind use. Native Americans are the easiest to do mind reading to because, you know, they're like one unit. And the Asians, they're, it's just like so Listen, brother, Joe's going to watch the video and go, Alex Jones, I've known him for 20 years. Fuck you. Who are you? You you seem like a liberal and gay, probably. I'm not having you on the show. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Crazy. Oh, and this clip has less nuance. Like, if you listen to the whole thing, you're actually just watching Alex Jones talking non- You're be like, what the fuck is this gay libtard saying about me? Alex Jones, I've known him for 20 years. He's a good man. Fuck you. Stop about totally bullshit theories on race and genetics. And Joe is just sitting there nodding his head. Native Americans are gung-ho and they're tough and they're ready to fight. And I'm, you know, I'm part Native American, only like 6% Comanche and, you know, uh, Texas. And just that little bit makes me wild. No, they're not breaking any laws. This is their right. But what the this isn't exploring both sides. This you could literally cut this entire conversation about Joe Rogan. Not just Alex Jones, but about the things that Joe Rogan truly firmly believes and will advocate for. What the fuck? You could cut this video about every single right-wing guest that Joe Rogan has had on. It shouldn't take for the most famous conspiracy theorist who is literally a defamation uh, trial loser for you to go, wow, I can't believe Joe Rogan is like not doing both sides here. It's really fucked up, kind of damaging. Also... You can't unpack criticisms that you have for Joe Rogan by hiding them under criticisms of Alex Jones. That's what he's doing, by the way. You can say all of this about Joe Rogan. He doesn't want to say it about Joe Rogan. He doesn't want to say it about Matt Walsh either, either, which is another person that Joe Rogan had on. And um, by the way, I'm not a Trump supporter in any way, shape, or form. I've had the opportunity to have him on my show more than once. I've said no every time. I don't want to help him. This isn't the public square. This isn't a personal conversation between friends sharing ideas. This is a powerful man who commands the attention of millions of people. He has decisions on who he gives his megaphone to and who he does not, and what facts he decides to challenge and which he does not. Okay, wait, but I'm not done. There's nuance to my critique, which is that sometimes letting people with ideas that I find reprehensible talk is actually really good. There is so much value in letting them talk. Like I listened to this two hour conversation with Candace Owens, a political pundit who I deeply disagree with. I mean, she's called Trump the savior of Western civilization. She's called Black Lives Matter, a bunch of whiny toddlers pretending to be oppressed for attention. I deeply disagree with this. These are, again, purely aesthetic disagreements. Candace Owens is a white supremacist. Candace Owens cut a fucking documentary. You're a journalist, Johnny. Your disagreements on Candace Owens shouldn't just be because she said BLM is a bunch of toddlers. She literally cut a documentary creating conspiracy theories surrounding George Floyd's execution. She said Hitler wanted to make Germany great. 
She said that. Okay? What is going on? This woman. After listening to the show with Candace Owens, I still deeply disagree with Candace Owens. In fact, I found more reasons to reject her approach to politics and facts. Yeah, I really needed to hear Candace Owens on the Joe Rogan experience for like an unfiltered two-hour conversation for me to be like, you know, I'm glad I came out of that disagreeing with her even further. What are you saying? Candace Owens and Alex Jones are no different than one another. The only difference is Candace Owens hasn't lost a billion-dollar defamation suit. Is that all you need? No, what is actually happening? Like, so it's fine when Joe Rogan has Alex... It's not fine when Joe Rogan has Alex Jones on. But, like, Candace Owens, you know, this just simple disagreement I have with her. You just said it earlier. There is no difference between Candace Owens and Alex Jones. The only difference is Candace Owens' conspiracy theories, unfortunately, are more acceptable than Alex Jones' conspiracy theories that take it way too fucking far. And, by the way, I'm not even saying don't have Candace Owens on. Don't talk to Candace Owens. But if you're going to fucking talk to Candace Owens, you better come with all of the facts. Just like you said about the Alex Jones thing. Suddenly, what I couldn't do was hate her like was so easy before. It's really hard to hate someone when you listen to them speak. I received some voicemail messages from about four kids and that like, you know, the language was it was pretty strong. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. Liberalism is over. Honestly, fucking J.D. Pond, permanent first world genocide. I think that China is overtaking and fuck it. I'm going to die in the process, but it's okay. You know what I mean? I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. This is peak liberalism. It's over. It's done. There is no value to the fucking discourse. There is no value to the ideas that are represented. There's no critical thinking. It's just, is the interlocutor maintaining a fucking semblance of civility and humanity these people will let you do anything they will be on board with anything i've never oh my god i'm losing it it's quite literally let me tell you something the thing that a lot of people say about donald trump if donald trump was like more palatable more aesthetically pleasing he would be the most popular president of all time like if donald trump was able to do donald trump shit but wasn't like a charlatan who just kept saying Mexicans are rapists. Everyone be like, what's the problem? I don't get it. He's defending the country's borders from foreign invasions. Uh, hello? You could do fascism as long as you're doing it with a fucking smile. And I will see your humanity. And I will say to myself, look at how open-minded I am. That I'm allowing you to say things I disagree with. Not Alex Jones, because he, he took it too far. He lost a defamation suit. I'm a journalist. I know that he lost a defamation suit against the Sandy Hook parents. I only know that because I'm a journalist. I'm not so much of a journalist that I like investigated the background of Candace Owens to figure out if if she had done similar things to Alex Jones. Because like her conspiracy theories that they revolve around Black Lives Matter, they revolve around George Floyd. So, you know, that's like, there's, it's just fine. That's fine. It's okay. I'm a journalist. <laughs> Fuck. Strong. It was like, we're going to tar and feather your family. Um, we're going to put a bull in the back of your head like we did to Martin Luther King. Like, you know, N-word, N-word, N-word. You, like, you, none of what she said there is real, for the record. I don't even believe that, that what they're saying there is real. What you conveniently have to see them as a real human with feelings and thoughts and ideas. And it becomes a lot harder to just put them into a bucket as someone I should hate. Which, of course, as we all know, is a huge thing that we've lost in our world of echo chambers, where we only hear from people that we agree with. 
And when we do hear from people we disagree with, it's often framed in an outrageous clickbaity article linked on Twitter entitled, Watch the- You worked for Vox.com! That's where you got your licks in! You won an Emmy! You are still that person! Fuck! I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm, I've never, I haven't been this trigger watching a fucking YouTube video in so long. Oh my God. I want to go back to a time when I never watched this video. I am permanently damaged from this video. I am scarred from this video. Oh my God. The senator that you agree with destroy the person you disagree with and reinforce your views that they are a monster and that you are justified in hating them. Dog, what the fuck are you saying? One, you contribute to this cycle all the fucking time. Two, Joe Rogan contributes to this. Hello? What are we doing here? Go on TikTok, search Joe Rogan and Adam Conover to see the thousands of TikToks that have been cultivated off of Joe Rogan destroys trans uh, defender, freak, soft, petty liberal. What the fuck? This is making me lose my fucking mind. This is such, like, shitty media commentary. Oh, my God. Everyone in the media just... Like, wants to clip chimp you. Yeah, it's true, dumbass. I know. I, I Everyone does it to me all the fucking time. I know. I know. But beyond that, stop being so fucking intellectually lazy and look into some of the fucking guests that Joe Rogan is on and do some journalism to figure out what the real damaging aspect of Joe Rogan having them on in an uninterrupted capacity to show their humanity. Why that does damage to the quote-unquote discourse. What the fuck? How are you going to make a final note that, like, this caused you to sympathize with Candace fucking Owens beyond the clickbaity headlines and shit? Like, all you're doing is saying, I, Johnny Harris, ex-Mormon, BYU guy, I did an internship at NATO. I, Johnny Harris, in spite of all of my education, all the critical thinking that I have, like, portrayed to you, that I've signaled to you that I'm a smart guy and a well-read liberal, was fucking duped! By the Joe Rogan experience, like I'm a fucking divorced 45-year-old cop who does BJJ because Joe Rogan talked about it. You literally cut a 35-minute video talking about how hard you got owned and duped like a rube, a mark, a sucker by a guy who calls himself a fucking ape, a dedicated COVID conspiracist who has had every conspiracy theorist on COVID on his fucking show. Every single one. But now I see her as a person, a human who holds views that I see as objectively bad for people and our society, but I can't dehumanize her. And this gets me to my last takeaway, and then we'll finish up this video, which is that Joe Rogan models curiosity and openness. And this is valuable. It is rare and unique to watch a tough guy, fighter, TV host, dirty comedian with a microphone admit that he's wrong. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. And when it comes to powerful- That video that he just posted is literally from when he got COVID, which was noticeably devoid from the entire video altogether. That is the famous Joe Rogan COVID video, the kitchen sink video. Which was noticeably absent from Johnny Harris's criticism when he talked about how open-minded Joe Rogan is. 2020 and 2021 don't exist. Nobody wants to think about it. Except Joe Rogan still holds on to the COVID conspiracy shit like a psychopath. Most people don't want to think about COVID. Joe Rogan still does. Still brings it up. And while I don't vibe with all of the ways that Joe expresses his manhood... 
I think he is a force for good in this department, in showing an eagerness to ask questions and an ability to change his mind. And yet, as I mentioned earlier, my critique is that I think he overuses this persona, this confident, curious persona of, I don't know anything, I'm not an expert. Like, if you say you disagree with me, I probably disagree with me too. Yeah. When I say something stupid, I'm not thinking about what I'm gonna say before I say it, I'm right. just saying it. To tacitly validate deceiving information and to give voice to opportunistic characters. And so in the end, I'm not really sure if this modeling of an open mind outweighs the proliferation of seductively fake facts and ideas, especially in a time where truth and facts are already scarce and under siege and- Bro, Joe Rogan is the biggest peddler of misinformation. What the fuck are you talking about? What are we doing here? What, what is happening? Like you did a fucking 31 minute blowjob on a glow job on fucking Joseph Robinette Rogan. And like your final message is like Joe Rogan is a beacon of prosperity at a time when like fucking truth is under attack. Like what's happening? Democracy dies in the darkness. That's why I thank God for Joe Rogan. Like he's having the tough arguments that nobody else is having. Like what's happening here? This is, how is this any different than any number of intellectual dark web cutouts? that have come and gone. I don't even think it's clear that carbon dioxide is actually a problem, but we can leave that aside. They say that 80% that of kids who experience any sort of gender dysphoria as children grow out of it. This tension is not unique to Rogan. All media, all news outlets are subject to this seductive temptation to appeal to the worst parts of our nature. Rogan's version of it is unique because he and his show are unique. So for how much I disagree with some of his standards and fact-checking habits, I do take comfort in this guy's commitment to openness, to curiosity. Dude, Joe Rogan, it's so laughable to say Joe Rogan in 2023 is committed to openness and curiosity. I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Dude, that is the exact opposite, brother. You have lost the plot. It is actually the exact opposite that is the problem. Joe Rogan has created an echo chamber around him of dick riders and sycophants, most of them right-wing, who are desperate to go on a show so they rarely ever fucking disagree with him. That is not a commitment to openness. If he was committed to being open and hearing a diverse body of information, a diversity of opinion, he would have people that genuinely disagree with him. And then he would listen to them when they go on the show. He wouldn't have like a doctor on who is his friend for a long ass time, who is a fucking uh, a doctor who believes in the efficacy of vaccines and then debate that doctor. He would listen to the doctor in the same way that he listens to every fucking kook with an HTML 1995 website selling colloidal silver. But he doesn't offer that dignity and respect to the doctors that he disagrees with. He doesn't even have them on usually. There's a reason why every single one of these fucking Joe Rogan clips that he used, with some exceptions, are from a different era. They are from the pre-Austin Joe Rogan era. They are mostly pre-COVID. If you know anything about Joe Rogan, you know that this is not how Joe is anymore. There was a time and place when Joe Rogan did demonstrate a commitment to having a unique variety of of diverse opinions represented on a show that he would just sit there and go, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And that certainly had issues, okay? That certainly had issues because there was a lot of right-wingers who came in and did some fuck shit on there. That Joe Rogan is gone. There is no commitment to openness. Why don't you go on Joe Rogan is such a silly question that people ask me all the fucking time.
Of course I would go on the Joe Rogan show. Joe Rogan will never have me on the Joe Rogan show. And I, it's fine. That's okay. Okay. It's his own fucking show. So did you like the video? No, I hated that video. I hated that video. It like actually kind of soured my opinion on Johnny Harris. And not necessarily because he's like glazing Joe Rogan. And for the record, I haven't been watching Joe Rogan that much on the stream for the past couple of months, if you guys noticed, because his content fell off. It's not that good. It's just not. It's not as entertaining as it used to be because he's like so obviously like captivated by a lot of right-wing influences and narratives that he just desperately fucking pushes. But... The reason why I'm talking about it today is because Johnny Harris, who's supposed to be this like beacon of liberalism, made this 35-minute video where he omits key details about what is bad. Okay, yeah, this past year, I stopped fucking watching Joe Rogan. There was a meta in here where I used to have cute girls on the broadcast and make them watch Joe Rogan with me, 